Yo, 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 it's your boy EJ Smith and this is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast where we talk about sports such as UFC and soccer and everything in your daily lives from breakfast to dinner. Now, Brian Ortega versus the Korean Zombie, but before we get to that, we got to talk about these other fights. The first fight that was on this card the prelims, I should say. Saeed Nemegamanov versus Stretch. I know I botched that name, but we're just going to go with it. Habib Nemegamanov, not Habib, I'm sorry. I know he's not related to Habib, but he has the same last name. And I, honestly, I think he's in the same camp, and I think he's from Dagestan, to be honest with you. But Saeed Nemegamanov this was a bantamweight fight. He shows, he showed, I should say, really good striking. I know he has a really good background in wrestling. He's a good all-around fighter. But this guy, he was backing up, and it was a counter left hook, and he dropped him. And then he just got on top of him. Bantamweight division. I'm, I'm gonna tell you this guy. I'm gonna tell you guys this one more time. Me personally, I think it's the best division in the UFC right now. Right now, there's so many good fighters there. Shout out, shout out to Saeed for getting that TKO. He now moves to 14 and two. Amazing, literally amazing. Uh, the next fight was Anti Gulov. Versus Grizzin. Now, this is pretty interesting. Um, Anti Gulov, he was the shorter man in the fight. So, being the shorter man, you have to get in there and play a little bit of Randy Couture, put him up against the cage, grapple him, put him up against the cage, dirty boxing. And it was, honestly, it was turning into an ugly fight. Anti Gulov had a, a couple of takedowns against him. It was, it was looking like, okay. Does Anti Gulov has his number? But then there was a switch, I think, in the second round. And I uh, I think in the at the end of the first round, when Anti Gulov took him down, and then Griezen just I don't know how he did it, but he reverse sweeped him and got on top. I think it was a mount position, honestly. Um it was either a mount or a half guard. And he was just wailing on him. And that hurt. Anti Gulov, he was like, okay, let me go on my corner and let me refresh. Uh, after that, you know, same same thing almost. Uh, Anti Gulov was trying to get in close. But let me tell you something. Griezen was definitely using his distance very well, moving, using that jab. And there was literally 10 seconds in the in the fight, in the um in the round, I should say. Griezen got hit with a big shot, big right upper upcut by Anti Gulov. And I thought he was hurt. I thought he was it was gonna be the end for Griezen, but he I don't know how. He just turned it around and he hit him with a big right hook or behind the ear. And I don't know if you guys got hit before. I haven't got hit, but that messes up with your equilibrium, I can understand. But yeah, hit him behind the ear rocked him 
And he was just, you know, wailing left, right, left, right, left, right, left, right. And Andy Gulov was was covering himself, but he just wasn't defending. I think it was hurt. He wasn't defending. And ref called it off with literally three seconds to go in that round. Uh, Andy Gulov wasn't happy about it. He didn't even want to, uh, you know, when they raise the opponent's hand, he didn't even want to do that. He didn't want to stand there. He wanted to leave, get up out of there. But shout out to Griezmann for that win. After that, there weren't really, all the rest were unanimous decisions, honestly, but one person that, actually there's two fights that got me, um, I should say, that caught my eye, and that was Robinson versus, uh, ooh, I'm going to botch this, Botello, ooh, I didn't botch it, nice, it was Robinson versus Botella, the Canadian versus the Brazilian. She just dominated that fight. Takedowns, everything. Um, her ground control was nine minutes and 30 seconds. That is a lot. Her total striking was 104 versus 39. It was crazy. 29, 27s across the board. Yeah, it was a three-rounder. But again, she just showed that she's a dominant fighter and she can be a problem in that flyweight division. Another person that really showed me his excellence, I think he got a knockout his last fight, Jonathan Martinez. And he was fighting up against Thomas Almeida. Uh, This was a featherweight fight. Jonathan has potential, all right? He has potential. I don't know anything about his... I don't know if his takedown defense or his wrestling is par or good. But I can tell you he's legit in the striking department. He is literally amazing. He was hitting Alameda with jabs, left hooks. He Honestly, Alameda could not stop his jab. He really couldn't. He was putting on a striking spinanza. It was it was it was amazing to see. It was perfection. And he won any unanimous decision. That went he's now 13 and 3. Shout out to Jonathan Martinez. I hope he does well. He has potential. I love him. I think he's like 23, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, amazing. And then we keep going up. To the not the co-main event, but the I, I the co-co-main event, <laughs> the third the the third fight before the main event, Jimmy Crude versus Ooh, Bukatas, Bukak Ooh, Bukastis, Bukastis. I got it. These names, man. Oof, Crude showed. That he is a force to be reckoned with in the lightweight division. He's a heavy hitter. He's 12 and 1. I don't know who he lost to, but I'm pretty sure that was a fluke. Definitely hit him with a straight right. He was rocked. He I'm talking about like slumped. He he got. He got hit with that right, that straight right, and he didn't know where he was at. 
um, he he buckled and stumbled up against the cage, and Crude was just on him like he smelled blood in the water, like a shark. And it was a TKO victory. I think honestly, I think that was in the first round, two minutes and one second. Shout out to Jimmy Crude. He's gonna be really good in that division. I can't wait to see more of him. Um, somebody that made their debut. And speaking of debuts, speaking of debuts, um, Griezen, that was Griezen's debut, actually, versus Antti Gulov. That was his debut, and he won that. Um, but debuts, Jessica Andrade made her flyweight, women's flyweight debut against Chukagan. Oh, my goodness. We already know how Jessica Andrade gets down. She knocked out Rose Namiunas by literally scooping her up, picking her up to the gods, to the UFC gods, and tossing her back down to earth. Tossing her to the canvas and knocking her out by that slam. We know she has power. We know she's gritty. You know, we know she loves the takedowns. We know she can strike. Um... She was showing she was showing out. And one specific moment, I think it was in the second round. No, it was in the first round. First round, first round. They were clinching and they broke off. And she hit her. Jessica hit Miss Kuchagan with a right hook to the body. And literally, I kid you not, when she hit her, the other girl, she was just in pain. She literally ran away, ran to the other side of the cage and was holding her side in agony. She said, ah, she was literally, I, I heard it. She was in pain. And then uh, she <laughs> literally ran to the other side of the cage. Uh, she was hurt. Andrade definitely got on her and... She hit her again. I think, I don't know if it was a knee or if it was another hook, another punch to the midsection, but she dropped like a sack of potatoes, and that was it. TKO victory. Amazing for Andrade. That was her flyweight debut. And I was, it was kind of interesting. I was looking, I was like, wait, Andrade is number two. And I didn't know it was, it was flyweight. I probably wasn't paying attention, but I was like, she's number two. Why is she, or number three? Why is she not ranked? And then I, was thinking about it. I looked it up. I was like, wait, this is a flyweight debut. And I feel like with the division that she was in before, I feel like she she's always going to be the smaller fighter. But I feel like with the flyweights, I feel like she can manage a bit more, you know. So shout out to Jessica Andrade. I hope she does really good in the flyweight division. And then we have our main event of the evening of that evening i should say brian ortega versus the korean zombie chang song ung everybody my everybody wanted the korean zombie to win everybody uh my heart <laughs> my heart wanted the korean zombie to to win against brian ortega um something about brian ortega he was undefeated when he fought max holloway two years ago approximately two years ago and he lost that fight. It was the it was literally the same fight as Tony Ferguson versus Gaethje. He got beat up that bad. 
that bad. And um, he took two years off. I was wondering where he was, but it's, it's like it's like he went into the lab and they recreated him. Um, shout out to Brian Ortega because he cut off all his hair and he gave it to Locks of Love. But uh, he was saying in one in the interview, he was saying that uh, I think you have to pay for that hair. If you're a not a cancer patient, I'm saying if you want that that wig, you're gonna have to pay for it or whatever. But he doesn't want to do that. He wants to give it to somebody willingly. I hope that happens. Really good on him giving it to that charity. But let's talk about this fight, man. Brian Ortega looked really, really good. Korean Zombie didn't know what to do. Uh, Brian Ortega was hitting the zombie with jabs, with hooks. He just looked very sharp. Leg kicks. He just looked really good, and and one thing one thing that 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 got me was they were standing up and he was grabbing at the leg because Brian Ortega is so good at Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, and the Korean Zombie was so worried at him. He knew that the the Zombie knew that he knew that okay, he's really good at Jiu Jitsu. Jitsu. So if I take him to the ground, I, he's gonna take me into deep waters like a giant squid would just take you down and 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 suffocate you go for the submission go for every submission in the book so he didn't want that um he was striking a lot and i think there was one moment where brian ortega went in for the takedown he got the takedown i think he got the takedown but it was a clash of heads i thought it was a uh a hook or a straight a left or right straight by ortega but it was a clash of heads um i think if I'm not mistaken, Brian Ortega, they were standing up and it was the end of the second, almost the almost the end of the second round when Brian Ortega showed off his striking. They were at a stalemate. They were, he was hitting him with jabs a little bit. Out of nowhere, he goes with a spinning elbow. Connects right on the jaw of Korean Zombie. I thought that was all she wrote. But the Korean zombie with the with a really good chin. That's why they call him that. He just keeps coming forward. He got up. He's a warrior, okay? And I wish him well, but this is good, man. The 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 Brian Ortega T City, he's back. He is back. And I can't wait to see Brian Ortega versus Volkanovsky. That's gonna be a good fight. And speaking of good fights. This Saturday, Habib Nurmagomedov versus Justin Gaethje. That's going to be an amazing fight. After the oh yeah, and the co-main event, Robert Whitaker versus Jared Cannonier. Robert Whitaker off his win against Darren Till versus a really scary opponent by the name of Jared Cannonier. That's going to be a really good one. Whoever wins that. Is getting that title shot with Adesanya. And Adesanya even said, if Cannonier wins, if Cannonier has to do his job, okay? If he, he already, Adesanya already gave him the okay, look, hey, you're gonna, you're next, let's go. But Cannonier has to win versus Robert Whitaker. And Robert Whitaker is no slouch. I'll tell you that much. I'm looking at these fights right now. Struve is fighting. That's gonna be a good one. I mean, it's Struve, so. 
And then somebody who I really like, the cowboy, Alex Oliveira. And he's fighting this 12 and 0 guy in the welterweight division. I've never heard of this guy. Rachmanov? I have to look into him a little bit more. Um, but yeah, he's fighting him. He's again 12 and 0. I don't know if in the UFC. Oh, he is. Wow. He's he's been dogging everybody. I'm looking at it right now. My goodness. Maybe not credible names, but you know, nonetheless. But Oliver is always good, uh, fun to watch. Very, very, you know, that wild, that wild style a little bit, a li- with a little sprinkle of technical striking, but, you know, that's how it is. But I can't wait for that day. I can't wait for this Saturday. It's going to be fun. And I hope you guys will be watching. But that's all I got for you today, man. This is the Breakfast for Dinner podcast. I'm your host, EJ Smith. Peace.